Welcome back, everybody. Isn't it lovely to be back? I have... (laughs) Well, I've been loving the hot weather, and I know a lot of people don't, but I've just been looking at how much extra we have to drink when things heat up. And it's a bit like that in our spiritual life, isn't it? When things get really tough, that's when we need to run to him and drink in his presence even more than usual. And we've been talking about that already, haven't we? (laughs) Um, So today, I thought I would talk a little bit about being thirsty for more of the Lord. Because we have been drinking lots more water. Um, So I'm hoping that by the time I finish talking today, you will all be more thirsty for the Lord. Matthew 5:13 says you are the salt of the earth but if the salt loses its saltiness how can it be made salty again well what does salt do it makes you thirsty salt makes us thirsty and we are salty and when and we've been talking briefly about this haven't we we are salty and we will make those around us feel thirsty. There's a very old saying, isn't there? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. But if you give it a bit of salt first, it's going to be very thirsty. Yeah. When Jesus spoke, the crowds flocked to him because they knew he had something they wanted. He made them thirsty. And we need what he gives. We need that living water. And we can only get it when we spend time with the Lord, when we sit in his presence, when we worship, when we read the word, when we listen to him, when we come together, that's when we get that living water. When Jesus met the Samaritan woman at the well, he said that he gives life-giving water. He said, whoever drinks of this water, meaning the natural water of the well, will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I give will never thirst. The water that I give will become a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. We have that fountain. We have that everlasting life. We have that refreshing, life-bringing, peace-filling Holy Spirit, that life-giving water. That living water never gets stagnant. It's not in a pond. It's like a river. It flows constantly. So it never gets stagnant. So we can keep receiving. And it's just like physical water. If we don't drink, we're going to get weak. We're going to get thirsty. We're going to get weary without it. And it's the same thing with our spiritual living water. Without the Lord, we're soon going to get weary. We're soon going to get heavy laden. We're soon going to get burdened down. And sometimes we can become so busy with our life, we can get drawn in to plowing through our problems on our own. And it can feel like just trudging through, and I've heard like quitsand, it's, it's like trudging through mud or quitsand, you know. And we keep going because all we can do is keep looking at the other side. But we forget that actually 
That's not what the Lord wants for us. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am, I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He is a place of rest. He is a place of restoration and peace. He satisfies our soul like nobody else, nothing else can ever do. Netflix can't do it. Amazon can't do it. Your books reading for what other people have got can't do it. God can do it. The Bible can do it. The presence of the Holy Spirit will do it. You see, we have this living water. But what can happen is it can feel like we're carrying a bottle of water sometimes. We're carrying it with us and we're really thirsty and we keep going. It's in our hands the whole time. What we forget, it's there. And it's a bit like that with Holy Spirit. He's with us all the time. Even when we're feeling weary and thirsty, he's with us. Think of it like a bottle of water that you're holding in your hand. Holy Spirit is there with us each and every day. Even when we don't feel like it, we have him. He is available to us all the time. Isaiah 55 says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so it yields seed for the sower and bread for the, for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I desire and achieve for the purpose for which I sent it. Making time for the Lord is life-changing and life-giving. When we get into his word, when we start quoting it, <clears throat> declaring it, like Costa said this morning, when we declare it over those circumstances, when we say, no, you say who I am, not them. When we declare the word of God, it restores, it refreshes, and it makes us strong. It makes us overcomers. We won't be disappointed because his word does not return to him empty. It accomplishes what it set out to do. The verse continues, you will go forth in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills will burst into song. Wow. Before you and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Wow. Shall I read that again? I like that bit. You will go out in joy and you will be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills will burst into song before you and the trees of the field will clap their hands. That speaks to me of joy. <sighs> Isn't it just like that with Holy Spirit? When we get into the presence of Holy Spirit, he can take away that burden in an instant. He can fill us with a peace that you cannot get from anywhere else. That peace that he gives, that joy that he gives, surpasses anything you can get in this world because it's heavenly and it goes so much more deeper. Yes, of course, we've spoke about troubles this morning. People can have troubles. We'll have troubles more than likely. But we have Holy Spirit. We have the bottle of water, so to speak. We have Holy Spirit with us, helping us through it, giving us that life-giving, refreshing water. I noticed at the swimming pool the other day, there's a sign, no jumping, 
no running, no diving. Our spiritual life is the total opposite. God tells us, run to him, jump in deep, dive in and enjoy. We don't have to just dip our toe in and try. He wants us to jump in, go deeper, feel free, and guess what? Have fun with him. Church was never meant to be boring. You're not meant to come and go out more unhappy and more bewildered than when you came in. Church is meant to be fun. It's about brothers and sisters in Christ coming together, worshipping, praising, laying hands on the sick and seeing them healed. That is a promise of God. That comes along with everything else. That comes along with your salvation. To be able to pray for To be able to pray for people and see them healed. To pray for miracles in the name of Jesus. To be encouraged, to be refreshed with his living water. That's what church is, guys. John 14, Jesus says, I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Church is like coming on holiday. But we don't have to wait once a year. We don't have to wait once a year. We can do this on a daily basis when we step into the presence of the Holy Spirit. When two or three are gathered, it says he is here in our midst. The word says the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. Jesus is alive. He isn't a dead deity. He isn't a carved image. He's with us. He's in us. He's for us. We can speak to him. We can pray. And he hears. When we worship, he smiles. That's a nice thought, isn't it? When you worship and you praise, he smiles. When we step out in faith and we pray for someone and we say to someone, you know, Jesus loves you. He's proud of you and he's right there with you and he'll back you up on that. He gives us authority to use his name to bring glory to the Father. Just his name brings life. It even gives life to dry bones. It restores good health. The name of Jesus brings prosperity to his children, and that's us. It meets our needs. It gives supernatural strength when you thought you've run out of any. It brings motivation. It makes you overcomers. It blesses our children, our children's children, for many generations on. That's my God, and that's your God. The name of Jesus has power, and he's given you the right to use it. Isn't he amazing? (laughs) Isn't he worthy of praise and honor and glory? Isn't he glorious? Oh, my gosh. The God who created the universe and created you gave you the authority to use his name and cast out demons. He gave you the authority to lay hands on the sick and pray for them and see them healed. He gave you authority to hear his voice, to hear the Father's voice. When Jesus died on that cross, that temple curtain was torn in two so that you have access to the Father. Isn't that amazing? I'm thinking of me now. This is me, and there's a place in heaven for me. 
And there's a place in heaven for you too. Our God is never boring. And he says we will see more and do more than we read about in the Bible. Nothing is impossible for him. He says all things are possible for those in Christ Jesus, for those who believe. He's exciting. He's fun. And he wants you to enjoy that too. Isaiah 55 says, come to me, all you who are thirsty. Come to the waters and you who have no money. Come buy wine and milk without money, without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and labor and labor on what does not satisfy? Listen to me and eat what is good and your soul will delight in the richest of fare. Give ear and come to me. Hear me that your soul may live. Now, I don't know about you, but that's an invitation that I accept. We don't need to RSVP. We just need to come. We are invited to come again into his presence and receive that refreshing living water again today. And I know from what I've heard this morning, there are a few of us who just want to go deeper, who just want more of the Lord. And he's saying, that's good. Come. Recently, I had some roses in a vase and I forgot to water them. They started to wilt. I put water in. Guess what? They perked straight up and they became beautiful again. That's our invitation today, to be refreshed by Holy Spirit, to drink in his presence. There's a couple of verses in Acts 10. When Peter was preaching to Cornelius' household, he said, God shows no partiality. Every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness, is accepted by the Lord. That's everyone. Every nation. The Lord came for every soul who will accept him as their saviour. Nobody is excluded. Doesn't matter what you've done previously. It was all washed away by his blood. You are accepted. And your family, by the way, are under the wings of his protection. We are so blessed, aren't we? Because in the Old Testament, only a few, a limited few, like priests and kings and prophets, had access to Holy Spirit. But in the New Testament, after Jesus ascended to heaven, he sent his Holy Spirit to all his followers. And that's written down, okay? That means us. Every one of us can receive a refreshing of the Holy Spirit daily. Jesus said in John 8, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples, and then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Now, I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but I'll read that bit again. If you hold to my teachings and you are really my disciples, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Jesus, they are one. So when you know Jesus, you know the truth. Jesus is the truth, and just by the power of his name, he can overcome, he can refresh. By the power of, the, of his name, there is freedom from sickness. There is freedom from depression. There's freedom from anxiety, worry, chains, addictions, and there is relief from burdens of this, of this world. And when you get attacked or shouted at by neighbors or anyone, 
Just think, Jesus went through that before you, and he's standing right with you when that's happening to you these days. Yeah? That is church. Church is declaring Jesus is the Son of God who died on a cross, who was buried for three days, and then walked right out of the tomb. And now he sits at the right hand of the Father. That is church. He is the only living God. And by his grace, he gives the Holy Spirit as a guarantee of what is to come. And that's in 2 Corinthians. Church is about coming together, realizing who we are. Who he says we are. And he says, you are a child of God. I am a child of God. He says... You are free. For those who are in him are free indeed. You are free. And you're supposed to have fun with him. He doesn't want us to come miserable every day. You know, and we do. We're human. Yeah? Even some of the disciples got a bit fed up, didn't they? Even, you know, they lost their temper. You know, they were all over the place. So that gives me hope. <laughs> Revelations 21 says, The word of the Lord says, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty, I will give water without cost from the spring of the water of life. John 7, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. Are we thirsty this morning? Do we want more of him this morning? Shall we pray together and ask him? Because Holy Spirit is waiting. And Jesus says, whoever is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. So shall we lift our hands this morning and shall we just pray and ask Holy Spirit to come again? Because we need, I need more of his living water. I want more of his living water. I want to go deeper. I want to see signs and wonders. I want to see everybody walk out of this place with a big smile on their face and saying, I'm healed. I don't hurt anymore. I don't have anxiety anymore. I'm not depressed at my circumstances because Jesus is Lord and he loves me and I'm now a child of God. That's what I want. That's what church is about. You should be coming here going, yippee, God loves me, and walking out and everybody else seeing that Jesus is in you and saying, I want what they've got. I want people to see that we are the salt of the earth. We are the salt. We are the light. And actually, they want what we've got. Don't you? So should we pray this morning and say, more, Lord? Lord, we just lift your name, Jesus, because we know you are Lord of Lords. And Lord, You make us salty because your Holy Spirit is salt and light. Holy Spirit, you are wonderful. And we thank you for your presence. And Lord, I just thank you that you are our healer. So Father, whoever needs healing here this morning, we pray be healed in the name of Jesus. Whoever is feeling anxiety or worry, be gone in the name of Jesus and be filled with the peace and joy and love of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. If anyone would like prayer, just come to the front and we'll pray for each other.